This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Oh, yes, it is. But it's not Euler and Motes. We know what today is. It's a Motes host Tuesday. Motes and Euler doing what we do. Always having a blast chopping it up. Now, we said uh, before we went to this break that we were going to talk about some of the NFL rule proposals. And I'm excited because couple of these things man are really impactful this first one we're going to talk about the competition committee they are the ones who came up with this now with the rule proposal it can go multiple ways the competition committee which is a committee of coaches owners gms they get together and they try to figure out ways to make the game safer and to overall enhance it and expand it right correct so part of them they can come up with proposals and then obviously you have the other alternative which is from the different organizations they can individually propose uh propose some rule changes and stuff like that and they obviously have to receive a certain amount of yes votes to even make the floor for the official vote Correct. which should be later this month they haven't specified the date but knowing how the nfl works nfl draft starts april 29th they're not gonna announce it anytime during that week nope. they're gonna announce that thing prior to that they're gonna maximize their coverage Either between now and then or, yeah. after, or after or after right them. but they've already yeah. said that they want to have it released this month so okay yeah so so, so we know it's gonna be before right so that was the backstory on it. But the competition committee, the uh, first rule that I want to talk about from them is the cut block rule. So they are no, they, they want to effectively ban it. I mean, because it's already been outlawed in terms of special teams. You can't okay. do it on that. It's right. already outlawed in terms of five yards past the line of scrimmage either, uh, either side, right? In terms of once you get past that little tackle box on both sides, you can cut in that area. But outside of it, you can't, right? And obviously on, uh, what was the other thing? On turnovers, right? Interceptions. You can't cut block on that as well. So we've already seen where they've done a good job of taking it away. But now they want to move it to make it where it's illegal inside that tackle box. So when you think about your run plays, right? You think about your offense linemen who are typically on the backside or away from the run. Yep. They are usually the ones that have to cut block because off of the alignment, it's harder for them to be able to get in front of these faster D line. You sure. think about to it, how many times we've seen him burst through a gap, right, and make a tackle. Cam Hayward, we obviously love when Javon Hargrave was doing that for us as well. So a lot of times you cut those guys on the backside, it makes it easier. Another area where you see it is on the screen plays. Yep. Big linemen, they're not the most agile in terms of being able to go lateral. They, they can't do that short area quickness as they well. They can't shimmy shake with some of those no. safeties. <laughs> so for them, the easiest thing is to run full speed and you dive at the, the guy's waist and below because that's going to make that defender have to stop his feet mm-hmm. and have to play that block. If they don't, they're going to get smashed, right? right? And, and we've seen that. And gives your yeah. guy the half step of space that he needs. Absolutely. So understanding those two elements, it's like, man – this is very significant because now the things that we've become accustomed to, the things schematically that make these plays operate at a high level, you're talking about taking away. It's now, a significant change. Now, part of me, the defender side of me, <laughs> and this is this the duality of me. The duality of moats <clears throat> right here, folks. 
So the defender part of me is like, yeah, man, get ready to cut black. Y'all should have to stay up anyways. I right. can't – I mean, I, I I can cut you every once in a while, but for the majority of the time, I got to stay up top. I, I can't go down there with you, mm-hmm. and I have to operate with great technique and fundamentals because of that, right? And it's a dangerous play. That's why it's been outlawed in all these other areas. So part of me is like, yeah, man, get rid of that. Make yeah, them, we make they, all these rules for make, the quarterbacks yeah. and for they, the They offense. get all the love. Make a rule for us. Yeah, make a rule for us, Heck right? yeah. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. But then the other side is like this, man. I don't want to hear the other side. Defense. Okay, fine, fine. Let's hear As a side. defender. And I said the duality to me, right, because I, I, I'm not an offensive guy. I like defense. I want to stop you. I want to get the big hits, and I want to score on defense where people act like that's such a far-fetched thing. Mm-hmm. You can't score on defense. Man, well, offense always got – I want my offense to get a chance. No, nah, I'm good. Give me my defense. We'll make it happen. But the, 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 the other part is this, man. I'm so accustomed to the chips being stacked against us as a defender. I'm so accustomed to – Man, we don't need it to be even. We feel like we're always better than offensive guys. That's why we don't need all this fancy playbook, fancy rules to help us mm-hmm. out. We react to you guys and we still stop y'all mm-hmm. with all the rules in your favor. So understanding that, because I've grown up having to play the cut block, and once you've understood the technique of it, is it difficult? Sure. But if you do it the way it's supposed to be done in terms of seeing the head, which is the target, killing the head, both hands push on the yep. helmet, push yep. it down to the ground, then after that you clear your legs. It's an easier tackle. It's an easier play. A lot of times we would say, man, if you're going to cut me, I'm cool with that because I'm going to play that off and make this tackle a lot right. easier, easier versus – to get through a block. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, everybody saw the play with Trent Williams when he smashed the linebacker from Arizona. I would much rather you dive at my legs. I can play that off. You diving, you, you, you coming at me like that, bro. Hey, hey, hey. That man. You'd rather Quentin Nelson dive at your legs yeah. than him coming at I, I, you. I'm like, come on, man. It's big and as fast as you. You don't want those problems. <laughs> no, you <All> don't. Right? <laughs> you don't want zero problems, <laughs> big fella. So that's why the other side, I'm just kind of like, no, nah, man, keep that in there. I'm cool with that. Like, I don't mind yeah. it. As long as it's not outside in. That's the big thing for me in terms of you think about. And now the rule is different because it's a different style of play. Remember when Heinz Ward, they got the Heinz Ward rule where he would motion down right. and crack back block, right. right? Well, there also were times where they would motion down and they could cut from outside in. Mm-hmm. That was very dangerous because now I can't see you. My perspective is inside toward the quarterback, not outside. So once they got rid of that, I'm like, man, we're good. As long as I can see the cut block, I can always put off the cut block. It's when you can't see it, those outside in type of situations. Right, right. But with this, they're making it where you don't even have to worry about any of that. So that's what I said. Part of me, hmm. I, I, I want them to get rid of it. But then the other side is like, nah, man, keep that. We, we're good. But that's my duality. I yeah. want to hear your duality, but not just yours. I want to hear from the power grid and the megawatts, man. Should they get rid of the cut block? I mean, it has been going on forever. Forever, ever. Well, like, you know what else was going on forever? I mean, 16-game regular season. I mean, they switched that to 17, that right? I mean, the playoffs were what the playoffs were. They switched that up, too. Huh? Mm. I mean, I'm a, I'm not, I, don't, I don't mind it. Mm. I don't mind it at all. Yeah, Motes, I— What say you, though, my brother? You know, I was hoping that you were going to have one adamant take one way or the other, and mm-hmm. then I could just, you know— um, Piggyback off of your decade of NFL experience. All right, bump it then. Keep, keep, keep the rule. <laughs> keep the rule. That's what it is. You got to keep it. I, you know what? I, like, I, I, I don't have a hot take one way or the other because, as you just very eloquently stated, I can see the argument for each side. I would come down, though, on, on what I think I, I just touched on a minute ago. I, I do think we make every, I don't think I know, we make every rule. For the offense, mm-hmm. whether it relates to the quarterbacks, whether it relates to the offensive line, whether it relates to contact with the wide receivers, they need all the help they can get. Where you can and can't. Okay, so you got to hit them. You know, it's like <laughs> you, Chris Rock guy. 
who doesn't love Chris Rock? So on one of his like very first HBO specials, like oh, you was allowed to watch those? <laughs> Jeez, now now hey. Now Arthur Mutz. Oh, say had, wait a minute. Arthur Mutz, we had a TV in the basement. All right? Oh, and, uh, okay, okay, okay. Sl- that's where I'd watch all the HBO stuff. Okay. That's where I'd watch all those South Park episodes. You gotcha. know, my parents. Because I was want like, watch. yeah, I, I might have watched about twenty seconds of a Chris Rock when I was of that age before my folks came and it was like, ah, that devil's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Turn that TV off. <laughs> yes. uh, in one of his very first specials, I think it was late nineties when he was really starting to blow up. He made a joke about how. Like, it's not safe to just let your kids go play anymore. Mm-hmm. You know how, like, when I was growing up, all right, you could play from that corner to this corner. But now, and then yeah. for kids, it was like, all right, you could play from that street to this street. Uh-huh. He's like, but now for these poor kids, it's like, all right, you could play right from this foot to that foot. You just got a little square, and you yeah, can that, just jump it. up in this little square. Hey, that's it, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's what it's like for defenders, too, in the sense of, like, all right, you can hit those guys where – all right, well, just don't hit him in the head. Yes. All right, well, now you can, don't hit him from the from the, from the neck to the knees. It's All always right, something, chest, right? Chest to the navel. I mean, it's like it's like that Chris Rock joke. As defenders, what mm-hmm. you can do, it's just shrinking and shrinking and shrinking every single year. And then they say, well, you guys get paid to do this. Y'all can adjust. Why do we always got to adjust? Y'all supposed to be the better athletes. Why don't y'all adjust? So, Arthur Motes. You don't want to get hit hard. Make me miss. It's that simple, man. Since I do not have a, a competition hot take or anything uh-huh. like this, that's where I'm coming down, is that we do everything in this and to be fair the nfl is not alone in this regard very true uh the nba is very similar i think the nhl slowly has started to get there major league baseball slowly like well and and this the thing it's not it's not bad right right it's not bad in the sense of offense in sports right right but it's because of the casual view correct that's who you're always trying to target we know the diehard fans are going to watch regardless but for the casual viewer they can understand the concept of scoring and and it's that simple this guy throws the ball to that guy okay when that happens we score we get happy versus okay this was a great sack on third down but now this guy's kicking the ball but nobody scored doesn't mean that it was a great like it didn't win but it was still impactful like it's hard for people to understand that sometimes it's no different you see a goalie make a great save or you see this guy make a great penalty kill you're just like well why was that important like we didn't score well why why was that significant it's like no it's very significant man very much but if you don't if you're not in tune to it to that level it's hard to comprehend so that's the biggest reason why the rules are the way they are for these guys you're you absolutely nailed it. we just give them crap because we don't like them it's why right it's why major league baseball what's his name manfred right the commissioner of baseball uh admitted to using different baseballs yeah yeah because they they won more home runs yep (laughs) because that excites the casual fan it's most the example you just laid down is perfect Uh, over the last few weeks the penguins had been playing great systemic defensive hockey Mm -hmm. winning games two nothing three to one two to one then saturday night (laughs) they get into a track meet with Mm -hmm. the bruins and they lose seven to five yep now if you're a casual hockey fan you want to watch a seven to five game any, like that any day of the over week, right? a two to one game any yeah. day of the week, but that's not necessarily how you win if you're the Penguins. Not at all. Right now, that's a, a little bit of a different example, but you're getting but no, the, you absolutely just though, man. the excitement from the yes. non diehard fan standpoint. You and I are not big baseball guys, Arthur Motes, but you know what? If if Barry Bonds is down at the park, let's be real. Let's be, let's I'm be there. real, right? If Bryce Harper and Mike Trout's down right. at the park, Arthur Motes, I bet you I can speak for you when I say, you know, it looks like it's going to go to Colorado, but mm-hmm. there, to Denver. But there were some rumors that the Major League Baseball All Star Game was going to be. Oh, in you know, I'd have been there. 
for the home run derby. I'd rather go to the home run derby than the actual All Star game. Oh yeah, no, 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 yeah. I mean, let's be real. As much as like Randy Johnson was a beast, and I love watching Randy. Randy was dope. Give me Barry Bonds, Mark yeah. McGuire, and that Sammy Sosa when they were going on them crazy home runs. I, I watched that any day of the week. Arthur Motes, I, this is true. When we were seniors in high school, me and my buddies cut class to go to a Pirates Day game to watch Tim Lincecum pitch. Mm. It was when Tim Lincecum. Yeah, he, he was that dude. Was yeah, that, it, he mm-hmm. was the World Series MVP. He was yeah. Cy Young winner. He was that dude. This would have been 2009. Uh-huh. He was that guy. But you know what? You know what was better than, than cutting class to watch Tim Lincecum play? <laughs> Watching Giancarlo Stanton Uh-oh. come to town. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, and just, man. just ripping bombs. When I was lucky enough in 2018, when I went to that Yankees game and I saw Aaron Judge and Giancarlo hammer in the same in the, yeah. in the same game, like, dude, that is what draws in the casuals. It is. No question. Now, man. to bring this conversation back, right, for people like Arthur Motes and I, for people like our listeners here, you don't give a crap about that. You don't mm-hmm. care if the Steelers win seven to three or seventy to sixty. Mm-hmm. You'll enjoy it either way. But that is not how the NFL makes these rules. That is not when the competition committee yes. gets together and all that stuff. But Arthur Motes from the pass interference reviews, and again, just everything that we've laid out, I, I think it's time that the defense gets a little help here. Hey, now, Thank that's you. my that's my only again because I don't have a I don't have a hot take one way or the other. So. But you know, I I don't like to be vanilla here on the show. No, no I'm you with know, you. I got I got to pick a side. I'm with you. I'm I'm rolling with the defense, baby. I like it. Now this next one is gonna make you draw a line in the sand. Uh oh. Now this is from our Keystone State brothers, and our rivals from uh the division as well. They reside on the eastern side, Baltimore Ravens and Philadelphia Eagles. They've come up with this proposal. Oh, this next proposal. I don't like. Side note. Go ahead. Teams named after birds. I just, don't like bird teams. I don't. Yeah. I don't. None of them. Bird teams and bear teams. Yeah. Just, Why? Bears, Bruins, yeah. Ravens, Eagles. All of it. Yeah. Flyers kind of sounds like a bird it team. Sound, it, it, it flies. Whatever it is, it's oh, flying. You know what I guess? I just uh, Penguins are technically a bird team. No, no, no. They're not. They're not. They're not. A penguin, they're, they're flightless. A, yeah, they, they don't fly. <laughs> We're good. Only flying birds. <laughs> We're those stinking rat birds and those stinking eagles plotting over there, Mochi. All right, man. So what they got going on, man, they want to adjust the overtime options. So, Oh, God. Here we go. For, we have the same conversation every yes, offseason. every offseason. Like. So first off, they are, they obviously want to uh, eliminate the preseason overtime. The competition committee also yeah. wants to do that, and yeah. I agree with that. I think they should. You know what they should do? Shoot uh-huh. out. I mean, obvious. But So check this out, right? So... <laughs> What they propose is this. <laughs> Just have the, Pouncey stand there and try and hit the crossbow. Hit the man, we'll be out there all night, bro. I didn't see how long those games go. But with these rules, check this out. They want to do this. The winner of the coin toss can elect to have a true sudden death format. Or what? you got the alternative to say, I don't want the sudden death. I want to just play it as is, like the regular style of overtime. <laughs> so if you win, you get that choice. I'm just like, huh. It's kind of intriguing. It is, and that would add an entertain. You know, we know yeah. we know what this is all about. <clears throat> entertainment. The, yes. The NFL, mm-hmm. while it's a football league, is a entertainment product. It's an entertainment business. It's it's a it's a billion dollar entertainment industry. Is is what the National Football League mm-hmm. is. Mozi, I just, everybody always wants to fix overtime, fix overtime, do this, tweak the. Like when we get to overtime, yeah. you want to know what my number one concern is: finding a winner. Can we end the game? Can we end the game? I don't care <laughs> about the fairness element. I don't care about this and that. I you care have four about four quarters to be fair. We've been doing this for three hours. Can we just get this thing over the line? I'm with you, man. <laughs> I'm with you. I mean, I've heard people with the argument of, well, man, you think about the year when the uh, well, I think it was when Brett Favre and them lost. 
Or, and he didn't get a chance to get back out there. Mm-hmm. And then obviously we saw what was hey, it? It happened to the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Who else? It was somebody else. Was it was the Chiefs, I think it was. Mm. Chiefs I'm Patriots sure. overtime AFC did, AFC championship. Yeah, but I say because yep. Mahomes didn't get a chance to go Correct. back out there. Yep. Yeah, so we've Patriots. seen those scenarios, those right? Bugger Patriots, I tell you. But to me, I'm just like, man, you had defense. three hours to win the game. But no, no, no. My, I just don't like how when overtime starts now, defense doesn't matter and special teams doesn't matter. Yeah, like I don't. Like, man, like, I'm, I'm well, with you. Just, why can't we score defense? Why can't we get a stop defensively? Now, I had a person um, recommend this. They were saying this the other day. They said that they would rather. Instead of it being, you know, the whole back and forth and this long related, oh, got to be fairness and that. True, said, and deaf in the terms of this. You win, you got the ball on offense, I'm on defense. If I stop you, we go three and out or four plays and it's done, it's over. We win. Mm. If you score, you win. Uh, see, I like that more I than like anything that. else. I like, I'm, like, I'm like, if you got the ball and you say, hey, we want to take the ball first, okay, cool. Well, as long as you got the ball in that drive and you score, you guys win. If y'all don't score – Y'all lose, and now it puts more onus on that offense that you oh, everybody wants to have out there, right? Because we've seen he, he, even here in Pittsburgh in the recent future, I mean the recent past, in terms of overtime, Baltimore Ravens a year ago, where Coach Simon did what? He said, man, put the defense out there. Because, number one, what we're going to do, we're going to get great field position, which they ended up doing, going three and out, get the ball back. This is the game where we had the fumble receiver fumble mm-hmm. was about to score mm-hmm. the plan was about to work perfectly mm-hmm. but just right there you could just see the difference of philosophies in terms of not everybody has a quote-unquote franchise quarterback not everybody feels that their quarterback needs to be out there some people rely on that defense some people feel like man this defense we have for a fact can go out here and get a stop some people don't feel like that office go out there and score on this right, drive right. it was plenty of times last year we didn't feel like that plenty of times last year was like man ah Little, I think there's a lot of teams in the NFL yeah. that would rather throw their defense out there. So I like that opportunity. I like that option if that were to be the case. Yeah, I- I'm with you. I am looking for just a way to crown a winner. I like I said, I don't care about the word fair. I don't care about the integrity of the game. Any of that. That's mozi. That's something that just peeves me with other sports too. Mm-hmm. Like with hockey, right? People are like, oh, what's the shootout? Why can't they just keep playing? Like, you no. already took four guys off the ice. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you've already changed the product. We, we're playing with three guys on the ice right now. You're, like, you, like, <laughs> like, like, you're playing with four less guys. Three on three yeah. instead of five on five. It's crazy. Like, what, what do you – you want to play one-on-one? Like, you want to have, you have Crosby versus you know, Crosby versus Claude Giroux out there? Like, hey, what, like on, how, how much do you want to strip down the game away from – like, I don't care about any of that, man. I just want a winner. Mm-hmm. When you've had – Two hours, three hours, three and a half hours, whatever the sport is. If it's baseball, when you've had five hours to find a winner. Man, ain't that the truth. Like, dude, I, I, the, the fairness thing of it, the, the the whole, you know, you always hear about the integrity of the game. It's all about the integrity of the game. Spare me, man. Like, find, just find a winner. Get this thing over the line. We've had three hours. We had the full 60 minutes, 90 minutes, whatever sport it is. Again, 40 minutes if it's, you know, college basketball, 48 minutes if it's the NBA. Just find a way to crown a winner and to do it. Without taking up so much more of my time, <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more than like, that. Like, dude, man. I, I, I have been thinking this with, and and I know that this is something it feels like we do every year with baseball, but sporting events are just too dang long already. Arthur Motes, they are. Like, I remember growing up when football games were two and a half hours long. Well, you know, that's that was perfect. That's one of the big things that um, Mr. Rooney here was always talking about when it comes to the competition committee because he's he's been up there for yep. a while now yep <clears throat> him and coach Tom and coach Tomlin as well yeah but when it was come when it comes time to like re uh replays and all these different adjustments and amendments Mr. Rooney is always the guy who's like well 
is it going to make the games longer or shorter? Because he agrees with you 100% of the sentiment. I've heard this directly from him before. He doesn't want the games being three and a half, four no. hours. He doesn't want that. Want it less. Yes. Shorter. Less is more when it pertains to the time element mm-hmm. of football. Because, like you said, Every it sport. becomes a chore to watch a game. I mean, even with NASCAR, I mean, as much as I love watching NASCAR, it's like a NASCAR race made you out there 12 hours. And that's with rain delays and everything. Mozi, you know there's nothing in the, in the sports realm of this world that I love more than WVU football. Mm-hmm. My wife and I are season ticket holders. We get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, drive down to Morgantown. We... Games, college football games are four yes. hours long. Mm-hmm. It's way too long. Like, it, it, it just. Way too it, long, man. It's just way too long. And I think, too, and everybody, always, like, I know a lot of our listeners, I can hear them rolling their eyes, with, see them rolling their eyes, hear it, whatever, whenever I say this. It's part of the reason why I love soccer so much, Mozi. Mm-hmm. They play for 45 minutes. Yes. <laughs> no stoppage, nothing. Yep. They take a 15 minute break. They play for 45 minutes. Simple. Like, when, when my wife and I are trying to plan out our Saturday, if Manchester United plays at noon, you know what time I you're can done. tell her, babe, at 155, I'm good. If I'm you want to go out of the house, 155, yeah. I'm good. Because I know it's gonna take two hours. Mm-hmm. Like that it's all it's it's honestly very similar with college basketball. College basketball game is about two hours, yeah. two hours and fifteen minutes long. Ninety-five percent yes. of the time, consistently. That's what I want in sports, man. I don't need this long, drawn-out. College football games are way too long. NFL games are getting there. Major League Baseball games are way too long. And I realize part of it is just the TV contracts, the money, the entertainment aspect of it that you and I have have touched on. That's one of those, the toothpaste doesn't go back in the tube, the jello doesn't go back in the box, right? Like, they're not going to be like, all right, let's slash these commercial breaks here in the name of of shortening the game. That's not going to happen. But I'm also not for anything that's going to extend this even further at this point. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that, man. But what I do want to talk about, man, bringing this back to you got Pittsburgh. More, you got more for me? No, 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 no. Since we were already bringing it back to Pittsburgh, in terms of, man, we had the Mr. Rooney and Coach T reference. Yep. I said, well, you know what? Why not talk about a decision that was made as it pertains to, you know, two players in the Pittsburgh team? Well, Ooh. one that used to be here and one that currently is here. Well, I think I know where you're going with this. You think you know where I'm going with this? I think so. Okay, I hope so. Did these two uh, young gentlemen play the defensive back variety of position in the National Football League? Yes. One's last name rhymes with Button. Ah. The other one rhymes with Belson. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going. Belson? Yeah, what are those names? Telson. But um, what we want to talk about, though, Cam Sutton and the Steven Nelson situation. Now, over the weekend, uh, more information started to come out Obviously, after Cam Sutton did an interview and things like that, where and I think this was Dale Lally who had, uh, had reported yes. this. So Cam Sutton, SNR colleague, yes, here. shout out to Dale. So uh, Cam Sutton had basically said that uh, part of his negotiations, they said that he was going to get, you know, an opportunity to compete for the starting spot on the outside and the perimeter. Now we obviously know who the two outside corners were at the time: Joe Hayden and Steven Nelson. But then the other side was that they, I guess, approached Steven Nelson about this. In terms of would he be open to the competition and stuff like that, and he wasn't as you know, ah. wasn't as intrigued about said competition. And so there was from, more to this story, is what yes, you're telling yes, me. Yes, yes, it wasn't as cut and dry as oh, this team chose Stephen Nelson over Cam Sutton, and they just released him as a favor. No, that they didn't want to release Stephen Nelson, from my understanding, and from Dale Lally's uh, tweet, he didn't want to release him. It was just more so that. Steven didn't want to deal with the competition part of it. Him, he not, wanted and, and to know he was the guy. 100% the guy going into the season, mm-hmm. not as a competition for you out right, there. Right, right. And, and part of me, I can understand that, right? 
because I don't understand what I don't know what happened with him in Kansas City, but either way, we know that he was never viewed as the guy in Kansas City. Whereas here in Pittsburgh, he wanted to compete to be the guy, and he particularly got particularly his first season here. I mean, and there he were got a lot paid like that, right? He was better than yeah. Hayden after his. Well, first and I was year. gonna say the past two years, one year we felt he was better than Hayden. This year, we thought Joe had you know went back in front of him, but we thought either way, both seasons, those two guys were very comparable, very yes. close. Whereas with Cam Sutton, we thought that man, he you know. Best case scenario is he Steven Nelson. But we probably think he's going to be a little bit less than that next year just based on what we've seen from him. So if you're Steven Nelson, you might be saying, well, why should I have to deal with the competition element of it? You're not telling Joe Hayden he has to compete hmm. when we just said right here that we felt they were both on par. And at least right. la- a year ago, we thought that you were the better guy. Right. So for him, he could be viewing that as, man, this is disrespectful, this is a slap in the face, but also understanding the politics that come along with this. It's not as simple like in high school where, hey, you're better than that guy you're going to play. <laughs> right. It's not like college where, oh, you're on full scholarship. All right, this guy's on partial, you're going to play. No, 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 at the NFL level, because of the money and the contracts, things like that, he could be the better guy and could legit beat him out. And they still could go with Cam Sutton over him. He could be playing well at the beginning of the season. And they say, well, you know what? The season isn't going the way we want to go. We want to see what we have in Cam Sutton. So now we're going to see his snaps increase, your snaps decrease. Hmm. A lot of those things could have transpired. So part of me definitely understands Steven Nelson, you know, reacting the way that he did. But then the other side, I'm just like, and this is the personal element. Because for me, I've never had that, oh, you're the guy. It's always you're going to have to beat a guy out. You're used to competing. Absolutely. So to me, I'm just like. Well, why are you turning on a competition? Why are you playing sports if, if you if, don't want to compete? If you, right? Isn't if, that what this is all listen, about? Listen, <laughs> if you believe in your ability, yeah. it doesn't matter who they bring in here. You should beat them out and be the guy. Prime example for me, I remember I signed my extension, my three-year extension. We draft Bud Dupree that same draft. And I remember shaking and saying, man, I'm glad you're here. But I ain't worried we're taking my job. Yeah. You ain't going to beat me out. And I'm going to make it every day where you're going to have to realize this. Debo's another guy, same type of mentality. In fact, that a lot of times that brings out the best in Absolutely. guys. Absolutely. So that was the part where I was just like, yeah. oh, it just leaves a bad yeah. taste in my mouth, man. I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I echo everything you just said. And I think too, Motsi, you know, it'd be one thing if, if he had that kind of thought process at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. But to have that so late in free agency, right. and now he's still, I mean, who knows yeah. what it looks like for him financially. And, you know, like mm-hmm. what I mean is in, in – in the sense that he might have taken a greater risk with putting himself back out there yes, than very staying true. to compete. Very true. And so it's, it, it is interesting, though, how, how you know, when stories like this break, we always have the initial, oh, my gosh, hyperbolic, well, here's right. what happened. And then you give it a couple weeks. And know, then more information the, the, comes the out, real, yeah. The real, the real J journalists, like yes. Dale Lolly, do their diligent work out there and, and, mm-hmm. and you know, kind of uh, – are able to break down the story completely. Yeah, for because us. for us, man, we were over here like, dang, like y'all was just going, y'all was just ready to release him, like for what? For like, what? gosh, it wasn't yeah. even like we, we say from a cap standpoint, you save more money if you release the other guy, right? right. <laughs> so we just couldn't understand it. But now hearing this information, yeah, she's like, wow. But it, it's 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 a risk by him for sure. Because yeah. like I said, it, it, it you, he might have been saying it's a risk for me to stay. Mm-hmm. But for as late as he's kind of thrown his his hat back into that Very true. pile of go fish cards and free agency, mm-hmm. uh, that could be a uh, that could be a big risk for him as well too. Yeah, but you know what? This would be interesting to hear from the power grid though. In we terms got a of a bunch of tweets rolling yeah, in here, and maybe. we're going to get to those as, as soon as we come out of this break. But I also want to know from them, man. In terms of the Steven Nelson and Cam Sutton sure. situation, man, would you have rather? 
we had kept Steven Olsen and made him just, hey, you're the guy out there. Or do you think that they both should have competed for it? Or do you like it playing out the way that it has with Cam Sutton being the guy still here? You know, just let us know on the Twitter.com at TheBody52. TheBody. At Wesley Euler. The good head. And when we come back, man, we're going to get to your tweets and talk about this quote-unquote toughest schedule in 2021. What? Smokes and Euler on SNR.